You're listening to Fit Pro Sessions with Parallel Coaching, episode number 48. Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. In today's podcast, Hayley and I are talking about being in the trenches as a fitness professional. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Hayley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity, and coach clients with confidence. We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work and that with the right structure, support and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So how do you learn, qualify and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching. So being in the trenches as a fit pro, this is for you if you are thinking of becoming a fit pro, um, you're currently studying to become a fit pro, newly qualified and already a fit pro so this is so i don't want to say that this is for everybody but there's a very clear message about being in the trenches today and we're going to cover each phase of the journey of being in the trenches what do you mean by in the trenches well i'm going to throw it back at you to be honest (laughs) Hayley. what do we mean by being in the trenches because this is probably one of the first we've had a couple of cryptic uh, fit pro sessions mm. with odd titles usually it's something like um five ways to improve your revision x y and z where this one just being in the trenches what do we mean what, what do, we mean? do we mean by being in the trenches to me the trenches are this kind of muddy pit type place whereby Ooh, sounds <laughs> nasty <laughs> yeah, but the terminology of being in the trenches with clients kind of suggests that you are doing the work with your clients yes, you're getting down exactly. and dirty doing the work you need to do alongside your clients and i love being in the trenches with clients yes absolutely love it so for me being in the trenches is working with a select group of people on a very particular problem and i know that i hold the keys to the solution that might be a four-week plan a six-week plan an eight-week plan but it's kind of a signature program whereby we tackle a particular pain or problem we go into the trenches and we don't come out of the trenches until we we kind of almost pull ourselves out of the trenches so So that hands-on coaching yeah it's hands-on coaching so for me you know if you think a lot of clients take the clients that i work with are typically guys okay in their 30s 40s maybe early 50s but their main problem is belly fat yeah okay so their main problem and they're what I class as in the trench, in the pit, okay? They're not happy. They're, there's some kind of pain around this. Yeah. It keep, you know, there's unanswered questions that keeps them up at night. So they're already in the trench, already in the pit. Ah. So what I love about it is So the pit I, is like their suite of problems. Yeah, completely. So I like to jump into the pit, into the trench with them. Nice. And provide the the clues, the keys, the tactics, the principles out of the trench and we drag ourselves out of a trench. I nice. love it. Love but being you in... love being in the trench as yes, well. Yes, completely. And I think part of the problems from fit pros in particular, and maybe you are one of them listening. I don't know. We could, I'm going to be even more general and say this Bigger could be again. a problem, uh, a thing for any business, regardless of mm. how big or small the business is. Is that you don't know what the trench is like or how muddy it is or how dark it gets. Yeah. So you don't necessarily know what to expect. Yeah. Which, which, why would you? You don't know what you don't know. But that can be a bit of a shock. It could be. And <laughs> having taught, you know, literally 
thousands of learners now, um, not just in our Milton Keynes venue, but online, all over the country, in the Middle East. Yeah. A lot of people get into fitness because they have their own transformation, so to speak. They've been in their own trench yes. and they've liberated their own lifestyle. They've had a transformation in their weight, their fat loss, their physique, their mindset, their mentality, maybe post-pregnancy, maybe pre-pregnancy. There's loads of reasons why someone's been in a trench, had a pain or a problem, and they've pulled themselves through a solution. Okay, but then they've got into fitness, yeah, um, but on the back of their own pain problem solution, yeah, and now they find themselves in somebody else's trench and they go, Well, this isn't what I expected, nice, because they're seeing it from the coach's perspective, not the their not perspective because they, they were once the client completely. Yeah. So, the emotions or the thoughts, feelings, and emotions that perhaps you had as a client yourself. But help you know your transformation. I'm gonna say is probably nowhere near the thoughts, feelings, and emotions you're gonna have as a coach in the trench. So it changes massively. It changes massively, and I think that's a big. Um... So does that mean there's a whole new set of problems? So whereas the first trench you were in was the problems of how you overcome. I'm not gonna say it's necessarily a problem. I see it as a set of expectations. Ooh, nice. So what I see is a, a number of people get into the, you know, they get qualified, they start working with clients and it's nothing like they expected because they remember their own thoughts, feelings and emotions nice. in that place. That makes loads of Whereas sense. now they're, you know, they're, they're kind of like, well, this isn't what I expected. It's a totally different, almost feels like a totally different trench, even yes. though you're perhaps working with your, the, the person just like you were several months or years back. I had one learner in particular that sprung to mind then and she was working inside like a circuit boot camp kind of scenario. Loved it. Loved all the social interaction, all the banter, um, all of the other ladies as part of it. I know, but what yeah, she is found is that when she became the coach, that dynamic changed and the thing she loved about um, the friendship and everything else was different. And she yeah. obviously loved being a coach, loved being in the trenches with her clients but she found it was so different to what she expected. She thought it was literally life was going to be a giggle from start to finish, just <laughs> like she had on each of her 45-minute sessions. Which is the same thing I talked about is that a minute ago, which is that thoughts, feelings, and emotions when you were on the receiving end of the, of the trench and you had yeah. a coach guiding you, and now you are the coach. And it's that like, same oh. Same trench. Different. different thought, feeling and emotion. Different perspective entirely. Different perspective. Yeah. And you've got to come with a, a complete, completely new toolbox, a different approach. The other thing I wanted to touch on, I feel like we're going to do a little segue here, a little side skirt. I've not said segue in, uh, in, in uh, Fit Pro Sessions for a while. Hayley always used to take the mickey out of me on segways. We have a little private running joke. It seems to come up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> not in Fit Pro Sessions for quite some time. Yeah, we're so we're going to segue. Is that... Another thing I see, not just in fitness, but in with friends and family um, and just a wider spectrum of people is, and I've been guilty of it, so I'm not going to lie, I've, and you've been guilty of it. And maybe, you, you know, know, know and maybe the listener, you've been um, guilty of this, is you, let's say, for example, you've got a holiday coming up, okay? 
And imagine yourself for a minute, you've booked your holiday, you know where you're going, you've looked through the magazine, you've gone on Google, looked at Google Images, you've seen the local beaches, you know it's going to be hot, you've looked at the weather report, yeah. and you're, you're making up this imaginary picture, and you're probably doing it now, certainly as we kind of enter, you know, July and August holiday season, of what it's going to look and feel like. And you can conjure up any thought, feeling and emotion of what the holiday will be like, the journey there, Perhaps it's an aeroplane. Um, perhaps you're, you know, you're, you're camping, but you're doing the very thing you and your family or you and your friends, mates, colleagues want to do. And yeah? you can imagine the picture. You can imagine everything, and and in your head it's perfect. And then you build yourself up. You go and get your haircut. You go and get your your new clothes. You pack. You're with me, yeah. Brilliant. And you, and then you turn up, and it's nothing like you imagine. It might still be amazing. It might don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not going to be amazing. I don't want to. I don't want to. We've wanna, had some terrible yeah, ones yeah. too. No, I don't. <laughs> that's not where I wanted to go. About. But what I mean is, is you've kind of put that place on a bit of a pedestal, and when you get there, it's not. It doesn't quite meet your expectations. Yeah. It's not quite what you thought it was going to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes, exactly. And so you now, I want to say you're let down, but you're like, well, how do I deal with this situation? Because you've spent so long living in that um, that um, imaginary world of what it's going to be like, for actually when you get into that place, into reality of that holiday, it's not the same as what you had imagined. So reality and expectations become very different or imagination, exactly. the fantasy that you build yes. isn't necessarily the same as reality. So how does this relate to That's a great segue back. Thank you very much. And, that, and that's the thing is, is that we have this imagination, I suppose, and having spoken to literally, I can't, I don't know how many hours I've spent on the phone or online coaching with newly qualified or people that are thinking about becoming qualified yeah. and their imagination of what it will be like to be a fitness professional because all we're gauging that off is what our reality is at the moment, our own yeah. map of the world. Maybe you're influenced heavily by social media perhaps you follow certain characters within the industry if you've been exposed to say for example a lot of james smith or a lot of joe wicks they paint a very clear picture of what their life is like nice. and yeah. how they operate with clients and so you're left with this it's, it's, it's the same as say going online and looking at images of the beach and looking at the weather report is you're looking at all of the images of the industry and it tees it up to potentially be something that it's not. Okay, nice. And I don't want to paint this picture that the fitness industry isn't a wicked place to be because I wouldn't be here 15 years on, but it's whatever you want to make it. It's whatever you want to make it. And I, I want to kind of highlight that it, it is hard, incredibly hard. And there's a lot of factors that go into it as well. It's not just about um, doing the session with the client, which is the bit that you might see from the starting platform when you're thinking about yeah. becoming a fit pro. But it's not just that part. You've also got the planning that goes into it. You've got the marketing, the sales, the understanding what goes on with your client in terms of when they have problems and you've got to respond to them coaching them out of hours that you didn't expect to do yeah. extra things on nutrition well, working out what well let's just roll are. with that so There's many so let's roll with that because so many people join the industry thinking that um 
training is pay per hour, pay yeah. per go. You're going to sell an hour of your time and you'll see that person one hour a week. Yet the true transformations come through inside a signature package whereby it's not about the payment, but somebody pays you for a, a block period of time with a very clear outcome. And now when that person has a problem, they give you a call. How are you going to support them? You're not really selling your time. You're not selling your sessions. You're selling accountability. Yes. So, for example, a client a couple of weeks ago um, had a little bit of a meltdown um, over his food shop. And there he was, stood in Tesco, he's phoning me up going, Neil, exactly, what do I need? <laughs> what do I need? Yeah. What's the difference between yeah. this and this? Yeah, if I'd have taken it from like a pay per hour perspective, ah, yeah. okay, I, maybe I, I, I might not have answered. Perhaps potentially I might not have, have gone all in to mm. the trench with him. Yes. Does that make sense? So going into the trenches is saying, right, this is your pain. This is your problem. This is the signature package. This is what we promise to get out of the end of it. This is the outcome in six weeks. Yeah. And we will do whatever it takes to go into the trench, dig around in the trench and come out of the trench the other side. And enjoy. And enjoy the process. entire process completely. Nice. And Rather make sure... than, oh God, they're on the phone again. Exactly. I'm not supposed to be in this trench with them. I'm supposed to just be standing at the top watching them do exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> so quite often the, again, the expectation of the, of the um, what we believe to be the reality of coaching, mm. you know, prior or getting into it or being newly qualified isn't the reality of, of what makes a coach yeah. we can say what makes an outstanding coach and we start the level two and three courses in Milton Keynes with that and it comes up you know um somebody that um is is is, is able to listen somebody that is going to push their learning somebody that is really open someone that's really honest someone's really trustworthy they're all yeah. great attributes amazing yeah. can't you know I have to agree with them massively yeah but ultimately what makes a great coach is somebody that is willing to go into the trench and hold that person accountable yeah throughout the full journey and they're dedicated to that process mm -hmm. of helping them go through that yes pit and back out completely. the other side completely i love that so i'm going to segue one more time i think you ready you ready go for it so what i mean by by this next point is i want to go back to the holiday situation okay and when you are planning your holiday when you're planning your holiday you come up with all the nice images you come up with a weather report you come up with all the details and create this this reality this imagination of what it's going to be like in the future yeah okay and so what you're doing now is you're not actually living in the present you're looking forward to the future oh i'm glad you mentioned this. okay yeah <laughs> it's quite a deep one this session i'm loving it okay and what i mean by that is when you get on holiday you're now because you've 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 created this habit, this routine of living in the future. You don't actually enjoy the holiday. Not only did it not necessarily meet your expectation of what you had imagined, but now you're used to planning the next step. Mm. So quite often, and I have been guilty of this before, you'd get on holiday and then rather than enjoy the moment, and in this case, the holiday would be the trench, mm. okay? You're looking for... Well, what will the traffic be like when we get back? Um, what time does our plane take off on the way back? Have we checked into the to the um, uh, plane on our return yeah. journey? Or think about um, work when you get back. Work or... about, and then and then so you spend the whole time planning the return journey and what it will be like at home. And then when you get home, instead of actually enjoying the, the journey home and that, you're now planning the next week of your life. And 
So would you say being in the trenches is being in the moment and enjoying that moment? Like reveling it, like literally. Like, like if that was a like pool I of am, mud, I am you're going to just play in that mud. I am a massive <laughs> fan of galaxy chocolate. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the trench is chocolate, not, not mud. No, mud, it could be whatever you want it to be. Ah. But what I mean is here is so many, you know, I see, I, you eat chocolate, you love chocolate, but you eat it quite quickly. I here. Yeah, completely. Whereas I'll, you know, I'll put a bit of chocolate in my mouth, I'll enjoy that chocolate and I'll be present with the chocolate and My I'll God. savour every moment of the chocolate. And that's what I think, you know, that, that is potentially missing um, within within fitness mm. is enjoying being in the trench with the client. Yeah. So rather than tee up this um, this reality that you think it is this fantasy it's fantasy it's a better word and then only to maybe be a little bit let down with it doesn't meet those expectations but you've built up this habit of living in the future and you see people come oh, i'm finding it really hard to get clients they go cool do you like training clients now I, I, I think i do <laughs> and it becomes a problem when you then compare yourself to others and again that you're always looking at other people saying well They've got it really good. Their lifestyle's really yeah. good, or how they work with clients is really good. Yeah. And what I'm doing here isn't. So yeah. your focus is taken away from what you are yeah. doing, rather than just enjoying where you're at with it. And and I also hear an awful lot of of, of people saying, again, I, I'm going to hold my hands up and be guilty of this. Of like, how did they get all those clients? How do they keep all their clients? What are they doing? What am I doing different to them? Yeah. And actually, when I look at the successful people that do. Um, that potentially aren't even in like the influencer world, the, the people that are in some of my coaching groups um, that are incredibly busy, they love being in the trenches. That's a golden thread. If it was, if if everyone wore a pearl necklace, okay, and one of the pearls on that was that said enjoy the trench, the people that are incredibly successful with clients have that pearl on their necklace of enjoy the trench. Nice. They actually thrive on being in the trench. And some people are really future focused. And, and yeah, that's really okay. I'm not focused. saying it's not okay. Definitely. And that's absolutely fine. Yeah. But it's still that case of just trying to find a place whereby you enjoy what you're doing. Yeah, I mean... Because you... that's what you've worked so hard for. Yeah. Ultimately, all the qualifications you do in fitness are to be in the trenches. Mm. Yet, when so many people qualify, they get in the trenches. They go, well, I don't like it. Well, if you had any I'm not advice, confident. I don't have the knowledge. What would your like top couple bits of advice be if somebody is a fit pro at the moment, maybe the new Cool, to this it, is a great question. And they they appreciate the trench, but they're not really enjoying okay, cool. the trenches. So first off, I would think if that was so if it was me answering, yeah? Yeah. So I'd think, right, what has been my mess? What has been my trench? Nice. Okay. What journey have I taken to liberate myself out of a health and fitness, well-being, nutritional mess? Nice. So that would become a be be recognize your journey. Okay. So for me, um, I'm in my mid to late thirties. I understand what it's like for a guy, a married man that runs a business, understands what it's like for pressures and the impact that has on the belly. So and I'm thinking, and stress and, and anxiety. anxiety. So I'm thinking, right, my first tip would be, how can I go and get the clients that I know I can relate to? So I so talk- The clients that may be in a similar position to what you used to be in. Yes, completely. So you become the after. I become the after. Nice. By all, but okay. I can also then therefore relate to that person 
I believe, um, a lot more congruently, a lot more quicker. But that's not to say that's the only option because I also have some great uh, male colleagues uh, run massive great big boot camps and one-to-one and semi-private stuff and they just work with ladies. So that's not to say that's a thing. Um, The other bit of advice would be if you're brand new or recently qualified and you're thinking, right, I don't... I don't know what my kind of mess is. I don't know how I'm going to move forward. I've not really been in the trench. I don't feel necessarily confident of being in the trench to plan for a client and guarantee an outcome. Yeah. Um, then I would go and get one or two case study clients. Nice. Okay. And even though you're qualified, I would jump into them as case studies yeah. and treat them like paying clients, but go and learn your trade. So if I rewind back, and you did exactly this, Mm -hmm. to the early mid-2000s, we spent many a gym instructor hour on the gym floor as a level two. Yeah. And it was a prerequisite then to before you go to level three, you couldn't just go straight to level three. You had to have a certain amount of hours at level two of gym inductions after gym inductions. And that's where I believe I learned to love the trenches. Yes. Because... I even learned to love cleaning the rower. Oh, there you go. Well, I didn't quite get that far. But what, what I remember so much about that time was they were all beginner-ish clients mm. coming into a health club, all very similar-ish problems of how do I lose weight. And I was only armed with level two material. So all I could... Oh, sorry, go for it. What was you going to say? It wasn't a perfect outcome that you maybe had envisaged when you no. first started. Because... Uh, th- uh, then fitness instructor wage wasn't very great no i was on five pounds 75 an hour so which... there we go okay so it wasn't necessarily <laughs> ideal it was weird hours like five to two two to eleven um yep. middle bits in between really bizarre so it wasn't that end outcome that you'd maybe fantasized about and thought that's why i want to be a pt but well, it was something you had to do along the way and you ended up loving doing i that. remember having the graveyard shifts as well I remember having a Thursday afternoon, two till 10 on a close. Yeah. And then I had the Friday, two oh, till 10 close. The and then the Saturday early, which oh. was a five till two. And then I had the late on the Sunday. So I had the kind of the three or four great like raycasters for graveyard shifts. But guess what? In the graveyard shift, when it's quiet and you're like, everyone else is out partying. And there I am in my early mid 20s I had to go do you know what I've got to learn to love to be here and I was only armed with my level two material at that time so if we pull back some of the planning I'm armed with um, very basic planning variables and the fit principle and very basic nutritional guidance yeah yeah so a client would come in I would do a gym induction and I would just love to talk about their goal and, and be in the trenches. But I was only armed with basic principles like the fit. So you couldn't overcomplicate things. I didn't know what I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what my advice would be is to go and earn your stripes or your wings, whatever you want to call it, in the trenches mm. with a couple of case study clients. And they yeah. may or may not pay you. That doesn't matter. That The objective here is you're improving your confidence. And if you can improve your confidence and learn to love the trenches, when you grow and you get more clients and you start to attract more clients, it's because it will be really clear you love being in the trenches with them. 
Yes, and there is a statistic that about 80% of fit pros will bounce out of the industry and not be active fit pros after qualifying within 18 months. Which, which is a is, scary. It's a massive number. And I think sometimes that comes down to not giving it the time or the focus to allow yourself to enjoy being in the trenches. So you've gone through all of that work to yep. get qualified. And then once you're there, Great, yeah. enjoying it, um, ideally. <laughs> um, but if you're then so busy focused on the next thing, it can make you feel like, oh, actually, I, this isn't what I want and I'm out. When you think about um, basic psychology, mm. you know, when you walk into a room and you can immediately go, oh, there's a funny vibe in here. It feels it feels strange. When there's, there's two or three people that aren't quite in sync with their, their mindset, yeah. someone's having an off day, and you can feel that tension. And when they say you can cut the over the knife. Or yeah, exactly yeah. that. I, I genuinely believe that the client, right from the, the moment you interact with them for the very first time, I believe that their subconscious can pick up whether or not you're going to be in the trenches with them. I genuinely believe that. And so that, you know... I think if it was a secret source that, you know, this is all <laughs> my own experience. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I'd imagine there's some, some, we could find experience research. We, you can find research for anything to back up a claim <laughs> in 2020. But I genuinely believe that in any situation, you know, whether or not that person wants to be there and how much they are all in when they are there. Yes. Yeah. And that's something, you know, not to, I don't want to kind of blow my own head up, but you've seen it. So many clients turn around and just go, Neil wants my goal more than I want my yeah. goal. Almost. Yeah. That feeling of you've got their six entirely. Exactly. And that's what I mean by learning to love the trench. So if we recap, we'd be, you know, the expectation of what we think fitness or health or training is not just Being talking about, this isn't just about personal training. This that. is yoga, Pilates, what yeah. a fit pro is going to be. Mm. And then living in the moment and being present. So you're not always thinking about the next stage, the next stage and never being present. And then the third point would be to genuinely be all in on the process. And perhaps in order to learn to love it, it might be that the first couple of times you do it, you go, I don't enjoy this. It feels strange. It feels different. I don't love this. I thought I would, but I don't. But then if you go back to kind of the, the analogy of, of a kid learning to ride a bike, the kid always wanted to learn to ride a bike. The kid whinged for mum and dad, go and buy me a bike, go and buy me a bike. And then they got a bike for their birthday and they get on the bike and they can't do it. The first thing you do is fall off. The first thing you do is fall off. Not fun. Okay, but, what do, but <laughs> it's not fun, is it? It's not fun. But what does the kid want? The kid has the goal of, I learn know to to I've ride. got to learn to ride this and I will learn to love it. So I can go with it. my mates, so I can go and do yeah. this. Yeah, so I've got to learn to love it. So that's not say fake it till you make it, but you've got to have enough practice sessions, just like the kid on the bike, to learn to love it. Yeah. So if you're not particularly loving the trenches or it's not quite what you thought it would be, you need to go and get yourself a couple of case study clients. You need to work with your with your husband, your your wife, your your kids, your your partner, your best mate, your work colleagues, and go and practice your trade. Yeah. And the more you can do that, you'll learn to love it. Perfect. There we go. Anything else you want? No, to I think that's perfect. I've loved this one. It's really good. It makes me go for it. What was you going to say? No. I can say it makes me realise how much. Um, I love being in the trenches and actually how much more I want to get in the trench. Yay, <laughs> nice. That's cool. But that's what I love about it from our perspective as, as coaches as well, because whilst I do have clients, end user clients, you know, we have one-to-ones on revision. We have small groups on re online revision as well. 
Um, we help people complete the LAP via online yeah. coaching, which again is coaching. And it's going, I want you to complete this just as much, if not more than you want to complete it. And I love being in the trenches yeah. with you. And with our courses and qualifications, how we take someone from start to finish, it's all coaching. Yeah, completely. And that's all in the trenches with somebody so that you can sense when they need the extra help. Exactly you that. You can lend them that extra hand. You, know, you the can guys dive that, into the trenches. The guys that turn up, whether it be a one-day kettlebell course or a two-day circuit course or a, a five-day gym course, they turn up to our Milton Keynes Academy, completely unknown to a degree, They've done pre-course work, but they've they've only ever come into contact with you or I, or both of us. They've not come into contact with the whole group. They know where they want to get to eventually, but there's a whole host of learning inside the trenches. There's a whole host of unknowns. Perfect. There's almost unknowns that I didn't even know about. Yeah. And it's up to you as a coach to go, do you know what? Let's go into this trench. Let's walk this road with you. Let's shine the light on the questions we need to ask for you to answer those questions and guide you along that path. Yeah. There we go. So what I'd like to invite you guys as the listener to do is to think yes. about what the trench means for you. Where, yes. What is that trench? Are you? What does it mean for you to be in the trenches with your client? Um, and just think about what that is and how much you're allowing yourself to enjoy it and whether you can learn to love the trench you're in um, and how you sort of go about re-sparking that if it's disappeared yeah so it might be that you're uh, you know you've been a fit pro for years and it might just be that you're you used to love the trench but it you you, you don't like or lo love that trench right now it doesn't mean you've fallen out of love with fitness it might just mean you've got to get into a different trench or change how you do things or change how you do things so actually there's um a a, a person that i've i've i don't really know so to speak it was on a course I went on and he's a fit pro. This was a few months back now. And he did all of his training one-to-one -one, face to face. And he's pivoted, not just because of COVID-19, he made this transition about last September, October time. And he, he, he almost fell out of love with that trench, but he knew he loved coaching. Nice. So he pivoted and did stuff online. And now he does group-based coaching, signature group-based coaching, online oh, fantastic. and and he's absolutely thriving and he said you know if he went rewound back five or six years he was super super busy and it comes back to that secret source doesn't it one-to-one exactly. -one, semi-private and his numbers were still healthy but not how they used to be and he puts it down to him falling out of love with those trenches yeah. and now he's got that kind of secret source back and he's thriving online I love that. There we go. And there's been so many people pivot throughout COVID-19 and maybe you're one of those whereby you've literally gone, actually, I've really enjoyed being online or yep. I've really enjoyed doing one-to-ones yep. instead of groups or whatever way around you've, you've changed things. So in allowing yourself to enjoy it, I think it's a really good message. Yeah, completely. I've loved what you've shared with that trenches. That's there great. Right. So what was your question for them? Uh, I invite you to think about what the trend, being in the trenches as a coach means to you. And it'd be really interesting to hear that. To hear so that. if you're Don't on comment. YouTube, you can, there's a, you can comment below or there's a link to message us on Facebook and yep. all, on all of the other platforms. So whether that's Spotify, iTunes or whatnot, there's a link below. It's like, it's, it will say something like m.me at parallel coaching something like that and it'll take us through to facebook messenger it'd be really great for you to follow that link and drop a comment to us and let us know what your thoughts are around you being in the trenches and what the trenches mean to you love that and that awesome. is a wrap for that episode number 48 and the end of season one 
Is it the end? It is the end of season one. We have done 48 FitPro sessions, okay? And we have learned so, so much. We've been in the trenches. We have been in the trenches. <laughs> and, and in doing so, it. it's not the end of FitPro uh, sessions by any means. We got season two. And so season two will still come out on a Thursday, yeah. but we're going to turn towards a very specific trench. Okay. And we're going to deep dive into that trench for maybe three, four, five episodes. So the trajectory and the theme starts to change. So you'll yes. be able to, this is great for binge listening. This is a bit, this is like a Netflix binge So you'll be able to listen. listen to a whole chunk altogether, which might be three, four, five episodes that are all tied together in one particular yep. season. And again, on the link below, that m.me parallel coaching takes us through to, or take you through to uh, Facebook Messenger. Um, let us know what you would like some of these seasons to be about. So we might spend three or four episodes just talking about type 2 diabetes and training mm. clients with type 2 diabetes. Yeah, let us know what you would and like to hear more. We might just dial in to say a certain part of planning. We might just look at hypertrophy for three or four episodes, and it becomes a season approach so we can jump deeper into the trench of that season, yeah. okay? <laughs> and and love it even more and give you even more value and not just feel that we've got to cover almost everything inside 20, 30, or 40 minutes. There yeah. we go. So there Perfect. we go. Well, we'll see you in season two then. We will see you next week in season two. See you later. Bye. Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Hayley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity and coach clients with confidence. We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work and that with the right structure, support and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So how do you learn, qualify and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching.